JL Diyaka, in fact, thanks for joining us, JL, from uh, Down Under. It must be quite late there. I went onto Twitter and you put this tweet on about how you were obviously cross, you, you, you kind of guarded your words, and then, of course, came out this release that uh, you'd basically had it up to the to your neck and beyond with uh, Tennis South Africa, and you decided to uh, turn your back on Davis T- Cup. Tell us about it. Yeah, Stephen, obviously, I mean, it was uh, a very tough decision for me to make, a very sad day for me. Um, you know, I was, I was so passionate about Davis Cup. I'm passionate about tennis in South Africa, and, you know, from my playing days, I've really tried to add value and try and do things to help tennis in South Africa, and, uh, you know, through the Davis Cup, was trying to do things. So it just became, you know, I became tired of um, everything that I do um, was questioned. Every decision I made was questioned. I just felt that, you know, because I'm trying to do a lot of things to try and help tennis in South Africa, that I was a threat to the, to the Federation. There was definitely people in the Federation that was trying around every corner to try and uh, sabotage what I was doing. And, you know, at one stage, you just you get tired of it. I mean, um, you know, I, I've been very fortunate that I've been, you know, playing and coaching for the last 27 years at the highest level. And, uh, you know, um, I've, had, I was fortunate, I've been fortunate to have good results with teams, with my team tennis team, the IPTL team that I'm coaching, my, my doubles teams that I've coached on the tour, singles guys that I've coached on the tour, and, you know, to be questioned by people that do not have the same, you know, experience um, in my field, um, you know, just gets gets frustrating. And uh, that's why I just made a decision. And it's not just things that happened during Davis Cup that, um, you know, that made my decision to des- um, resign. There's a lot of things. Because I do so many things in tennis, I'm involved in my academy. You know, um, I founded the Matchpoint Foundation where, you know, the former players are trying to do something for tennis in South Africa I'm the president of the Global Professional Coach Association, so we try to do courses in South Africa, and every time we just get blocked or there's negative stuff. So, uh, you know, there's a bunch of things that added up and uh, just made me decide that, you know, I rather want to spend my time and energy where people appreciate what you're trying to do. Playing for your country or coaching for your country is obviously, a, a, it's a privilege. It is a, you, you are in a privileged position in many ways, but... I mean, you had all these commercial arms to what you're doing. Of course, your relationship with the, the professional players you coach is a professional one. Tell us about the, the, the amount of sacrifice you were doing uh, in terms of supporting Davis Cup, because clearly there were times where you were, you were saying no to some other work just to sort of focus on Davis Cup. You know, yeah, I mean, the one thing that people have to understand is that people think that, you know, I'm a full-time employee of Tennis South Africa. And, and Davis Cup is a full-time job for me. It's not. I literally, you know, only spend two or three weeks of the year, you know, uh, with Davis Cup. Yes, during the year we're trying to do things, trying to help players where we can. But the problem is that, you know, we have no input in when the players show up for ties. Uh, we have no high-performance program in South Africa. So if there's not a high-performance program in South Africa, who's the next generation of, of players that's going to come through that leads into the Davis Cup team? Um, and that's one thing that we've been trying to get the Federation, get a high-performance program in place. The problem is, um, you know, we don't have qualified people, you know, to set up that high-performance program. I just get a feeling that uh, they do not want experienced people with experience involved because uh, some guys are protecting their jobs. And at the end of the day, why am I the only former player involved in the Federation? Um, if they say they've been, I've been told that they be, they they're trying to get the former players involved, but it's tough. It took me three months to get 
27 former players involved in, in the Matchpoint Foundation. It's not tough. Just make them feel that you want them to be involved. I mean, uh, with the GPTCA course that we, we had in November, we had Kevin Curran, Wesley Moody, um, you know, um, Neville Godwin, Je- Jeff Kutsia, Piri Norville, Stefan de Kock, Dr. Richard Sutton, Dr. Cheryl Calder, Robbie Koenig, Kevin Curran, all speakers at a coaching course and literally they didn't want to be associated with it because they're saying now that um, the course did not um, have the right criteria. I had a meeting with Leon Freiman. Uh, it took him nine days. Um, I didn't hear from him. Then I had a meeting with the CEO. The CEO told him to give me the info. And until today, I haven't heard from him about the criteria for the course. So they are sending a message that, I mean, they do not want to support the former players. And they can say that, you know, um, the course was not up to standard. But how do we know what the standard is if nobody wants to get back to us and give us answers? Um, so those are things that frustrate me because if you have so many players at the first time and that they've ever had so many former players and one spot to help and share their knowledge and they don't want to be part of it, um, for me it's unacceptable and, they send the, and that's the wrong message that they send out there. In those terms, what you're telling me, JL, is that uh, the future for... South African tennis is very, very bleak because it sounds as if the structures we should be have in place, in fact, are not here. Are, are you equally pessimistic about the future of, of, of South African tennis on a global scale? Well, we, we definitely have the people in South Africa that that can uh, that can get tennis back. Um, there's a lot of people in, in the federation that's doing a good job. My frustration is they don't take um, action. People can make make accusations and statements without any proof, nobody asks questions. And when, we, when I do um, ask questions and proof, then I get told that they're not going to deal with it right now, they'll deal with it later. If you, have, you know, um, if you have problems like that, you've got to deal with it. I mean, right now the big mess came because they didn't make decisions after what happened in the Luciana tie when, you know, we were, when we, we were eight in the squad. Six of the eight wrote a report that experienced the week a certain way, and the two players that ended up not playing, one didn't play, one played the final match, um, you know, wrote in the report lies, and they experienced it differently. And uh, they changed everything according to that. So right now they've, they've won the, um, the uh, approval of uh, two players that, you know, one is not available for Davis Cup, the other one is still around four, five hundred 500 in the world. But now they've lost myself with 10, 27 years of experience. They've lost Robbie Koenig, who's resigned, who is a consultant for Davis Cup. Michael de Jong, who's a consultant for Davis Cup, with a lot of experience, has resigned. You know, Gilly Hoffman, the, the mental guy with a lot of experience, he's, he works full-time with Raven Klaas, and he's resigned. And Lazan Marais, the physio, she's done. So they've literally lost five people with a lot of experience, a lot of passion, because they didn't want to make decisions. And unfortunately, you know, you... As leaders, you need to make tough decisions. I needed to make those tough decisions as the captain of the Davis Cup team, and um, they question it. If you support me and you pick me as the captain, then you have to support my decisions. Don't question it. I'm, I'm there to win for the country. I'm not there to select players because I used to coach them or I like the dad or I like this. I'm there to win. So I'm going to do my research. I'm going to make sure that I select the best team for South Africa to win. And if I get questioned every time and there's people that make statements with no proof, I'm not going to stand for that. You've pulled no punches, uh, JL. 
clearly at this stage uh, you're you're emotionally hurt, scarred by this. I mean, you, one can tell it must be very difficult to operate in an environment uh, that you describe. In the future, if things change, would you consider you know returning? You know, I'm, I'm I'm passionate about South Africa, and I'm passionate about tennis in South Africa. Yes, I wanna I wanna help. I'm still gonna contribute. Contribute. I'm gonna be passionate about the Match Point Foundation. I'm gonna help, and it's purely there to help um, South African kids to reach their dreams. So I'm gonna be involved with it. I just wanna. F- uh, I did. I don't wanna deal with all the BS and uh, people questioning you. Um, I hear now that they said that they did um, reach out to me, but I did not answer. I mean, I've been trying for the last two years to meet with the board, to explain to them how does the Davis Cup setup work? How do I select the team? There's a special certain element that goes hand in hand to create a good team environment. It's not about ranking. There's specific things that you have to look at selecting your team. I've asked them for two years. Then in November, they said that they want me to come and talk to the board. I told them exactly when I'm available. They asked me to come and do a presentation to the board when they a date when they knew I was not going to be in the country. I've been in, in contact with um, the Federation since the middle of December because of Davis Cup. Not once have they mentioned to me, oh, you still have to come and talk to us. We have to finalize and you know, get these things done. It's easy now to say that they reach out to me and I didn't reply. But, I mean, you set up to take them two years to tell me to come and talk to the board. And then they give me a date when they know I'm not in the country. And ever since then, nobody's talked to me. I haven't received, I haven't had any answer from Mr. Crooks um, answering my email to him that I've resigned. And, uh, you know, so I am happy with what I did. Everything that I did, I did it with the right intentions. I want South Africa to be, wanted South Africa to be the best team in Davis Cup. And I'm so proud of the guys that, that's represented South Africa in the past. They've done great. We've played in four World Group playoffs. Yes, disappointment that we never made the World Group playoffs. But at the end of the day, for me, it counts what the players say. Wesley Moody, Rick DeFoos, Raven Klaas, and Jeff Kutsia, um, you know, Isaac van der Those guys were all ranked between, you know, 20 in the world. Kevin, 20 in the world to 150. When they were in the team, we had a certain system, and it worked. They appreciated it. We, we had a great team environment. Now guys that, um, you know, rank 500 and higher is making a noise, and the federation changes everything. For me, um, you know, that's not... It's just not on. We've got the Australian Open, of course. You're, you're very involved in that. Uh, how optimistic about uh, your guys uh, over the next two weeks? Yeah, it's, it's always nice to be in Melbourne, eh, Stephen. I mean, it's a great tournament. Um, you know, Craig Tiley, who's South African, has done an unbelievable job. I mean, he's just... Uh, these guys are way ahead when it comes to the four Grand Slams. They take care of, um, of the small things. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a great tennis. I mean, obviously... Um, you know, uh, everybody's playing well. You know, Roger had a great year. Everybody's wondering if Roger can, you know, take over, um, you know, Novak. Um, and then, you know, the big question with Rafa. Rafa's been injured. You know, he's, he's, first, he's one of his only second tournament back. And, you know, how he will um, recover from his injury and how he'll perform. So a lot of exciting tennis ahead. Um, you know, it's always nice, great atmosphere here at, at Melbourne. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. JL? The other thing, of course, which is very interesting, and of course you're a doubles specialist yourself, Raven Klaassen was a banker for you in Davis Cup. I mean, you know, if Raven was uh, fit and, uh, you know, he was one of the guys you could really bank on in those doubles ties, he was doing so well with Eric Buteraj. Now he's teamed up with uh, the senior man in tennis, Leander Pace. Did he speak to you about that? What do you think of that whole move? 
You know, it, it's interesting. Uh, you know, we he made the finals of the Australian Open, and the next week we had Davis Cup in South Africa, and I had I sat down with him and Hilly Hoffman. I said, Raven, you're probably going to think I'm crazy, but if you want to be top ten in the world, you'll have to get another partner. Um, I said, it doesn't make sense to you now because you just made the finals of the Grand Slam. But for me, you know, um, Raven, I've always thought that Raven is a top 20 player. Um, and, and Eric is a great player and he's a good player. But to, to get into the top 10, you know, he just needed somebody some somebody that was a little bit more experienced. And, you know, it's a great compliment for Raven that uh, you know, Leander asked him. Leander is one of the best tables players ever. And for him to, you know, to approach Raven, you know, speaks a lot about, uh, you know, Raven's ability. Um, they started the year well. They, you know, they made the finals in Chennai. They won in Auckland now, and uh, yeah, so they got off to a good start. Obviously, the you know um, the big tournaments like the Slams and the, and the Master Series are where you want to do well. And I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, Raven, what a great guy. Um, you know, great story where he's been injured. For, he was injured for two and a half years, and he came back. And yeah, the guy's in the top 20. He represents his country with uh, you know, with pride, and uh, I'm very excited for him. Um, and really hope that. Him and Leander can really light it up this year. JL, thanks very much for your time. And uh, on behalf of uh, the people at SAFM, thanks for your level of professionalism when dealing with us uh, through those late-night media calls and so on when it came to Davis Cup and everything. And uh, good luck with uh, the next couple of years of your career. Thanks, Stephen. Appreciate it. Like I said, you know, I'll still be involved and uh, still help tennis in South Africa on, uh, on a different way. John Lafnidiaga chatting to Stephen Kirk a little bit earlier on today from Australia following his uh, resignation being tendered this week uh, as captain of the South African Davis Cup team and some big allegations in there. It's uh, obviously lots going on in tennis uh, in South Africa at the moment and we're joined now by member, one of the members of the board of Tennis South Africa, Clark Kutsia. Clark, welcome on to SAFM Sports Special. Thank you for, for taking the time to chat to us. You, you heard that interview with uh, John Lafnidiaga. Uh, what's your take on it? Uh, thank you for the opportunity to, uh, to obviously get onto the, the media and speak to you. Um, yeah, I, you know, a lot of what he said makes a lot of sense, a lot of uh, what he done. I must tell you that he has been enormous uh, when it comes to, to Davis Cup in South Africa. He, his skill in team tennis in any shape or form is uh, unbelievable. So don't, uh, nobody should think that we don't think uh, that he's a top-class guy or none of that. Uh, he is. We recognize him. He's done a hell of a lot for us in that regard. So, and we're grateful for that. So it's a bit of a shock. Um, you know, it's like I, I hear everything he's, he's said. What we've decided as a board is that we're uh, going to get together on Friday now because uh, guys are out the country. We're going to go through each one of those, alleg- well, not allegations, but comments and, and, and uh, issues that he has. Uh, we're going to address every one of them. Uh, we, we are very serious about this. This is uh, not uh, something to joke about. And obviously, uh, we wouldn't have liked him to go. So we'll go through each one individually. We'll get uh, make some sort of decisions. We'll we'll take out of it what uh, what we need to take out of it, and then we'll uh, arrange a press conference. We'll go through each one of the items, and, and we'll be available for questions. I can't go into the nitty gritty of what he talks about. I wasn't privy to half of it. Uh, being a board member doesn't mean solitude in day-to-day operations. So um, yeah, and uh, not happy about it, obviously. 
Yeah, Clark, I, I mean, John Lafney's been a, a wonderful servant to South African tennis. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, the, the quality of the coach that he, that he is and has been for, for our Davis Cup team. Uh, I, if it was just him resigning, I would say, OK, maybe there's an issue with, with him. But he's mentioned there were four other resignations in recent times as well around that Davis Cup team. Are there major issues in, in, in tennis South Africa at the moment? Um, but I am a little bit subject to that. Uh, the team was sucked around jail. Uh, so everyone he mentions uh, was part of it, was contacted to the Davis, uh, because of the Davis Cup and Davis Cup uh, captain. So when he resigned, uh, it's expected that uh, the rest would uh, resign as well. But none of them are staff. Uh, they're all uh, based on projects or based on uh, tournaments. So, um, but it's, it was always for him and for the Davis Cup. I understand that you can't comment on, on each and every issue, and, and you, you've mentioned the board is going to meet and, 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 and have a press conference. You heard John Lafney saying as well that if this issue can get sorted out, he's definitely keen to continue in the role as coach. From a Tennis South Africa point of view, I'm taking it, you'd be sad to see him go and you want to resolve this issue and get him back. There's no doubt. Uh, well, me personally, and Dale knows me very well. Um, I'm very sad to see uh, that he's, he's decided to resign and, and leave us. We've got to get through this hurdle. Uh, we've got to get through all this, the detail of what he's spoken about. I, I'm of the opinion. I mean, I'm in business and, and uh, the, the whole thing about conflict, I'm sure these things could have been resolved. Yes, so it sounds like people uh, you know, delay things. I know December is holiday time. People are away. So, yeah, but this could, I'm sure this could have been... Uh, all handled in in, uh, in time. So, uh, yes, I'd like to, obviously, once the board meeting happens, uh, we'll get the press conference going, and, and then uh, Joe will, will hear and see what, uh, what we're talking about, and, and, well, hopefully one day we'll get back together again in high school. It obviously needs to be resolved uh, as a matter of urgency because there is a, a Davis Cup tie looming very, very soon. Well, that's the, the, the main point, and I was saying on, on, on one of your uh, the competitive radios or something, uh, that uh, this, the main focus really should be on how we appointed a Davis Cup captain because in six or eight weeks we, we're in Turkey. And, uh, you know, we need somebody to go out there and, and win it for us. So, and that's a tough, you know, we have to the process, we have to make sure that everybody's, uh, you know, that we're inclusive in it. And so that when we do appoint somebody that it's, it's the right person for the job, you know, we'll probably go with the caretaker for this first one and then uh, source the, the captain for the, for the rest of the year and onwards. Let's hope that we can get this whole issue sorted out. Uh, Clark Gutier, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, member of the board of Tennis South Africa uh, responding to that interview with uh, John Lafnidiaga that Stephen Kirk did earlier on this afternoon uh, after he tendered his resignation earlier on this week. And uh, it sounds like there are big issues. And uh, mentioned December's uh, a bit of a time away for everyone, but uh, this issue seems to have been festering for a lot longer than December. Let's hope that Tennis South Africa can uh, sort it out and, hey, come to... Uh, an amical agreement and uh, and a way forward because uh, JL Diaga has been uh, a wonderful, wonderful servant of South African tennis and I think he does make a few very valid points and we'll wait and see uh, what happens then. You'll be the first to find out about it here on SAFM uh, as those issues do get resolved.